0: I was expecting hundred maybe but it just kept going up and up
1: I lost a part of me that wasn't yours to take so forgive me if it's not as simple to up and walk away
2: and then them just literally look down at me and just close the door on me they're definitely
3: proud they don't have a clue what I'm doing
4: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Knights Foundation podcast. My name's Lewis Mason. I'm with our ambassadors as always. Hello, Lewis. Hello. Hi, Sophia. Hi. Hello, Callum. How are we all doing? How are you, Milo? Good, you? Yeah, good. Good to see you. We do have a special guest. We love inviting a special guest. And to introduce this week's special guest, Sophia, over to you.
1: So this week's special guest is my beautiful mama.
5: Oh, Hello.
4: Oh, hello Steph, how are you?
5: I'm very well, how Thank are you?
4: you, yeah, good, thanks for coming to join us um, for our podcast this week. What do you think of the podcast series so far?
5: It's been absolutely fascinating and really awe-inspiring sitting in the room and just listening to uh, to all the children talk about all these different subjects, it's been brilliant.
4: What have you learned about your daughter?
5: She can talk.
4: <laughs> she can? Yep. Um, yeah.
5: Yeah, I already knew that. know that. <laughs> It's very interesting to hear her perspective and all the children's perspective on the different topics and to not be included in the conversation. So to hear her speak freely without me sort of challenging or, you know, so it's been really interesting.
4: It's also been incredible to watch the fact you've at times not had the chance to challenge because you've been sat in on a couple of podcasts and some of the things Sophia says, she's like, let's see what the reaction of mum is here. But it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, We've got a fun podcast lined up, guys. We often have a subject that you get to choose, but I've picked one out this week. And this week's topic is three wishes, three things that you think, I really want to do, I really want to achieve, and let's just think absolutely anything. So maybe things that people in the past have said, well, you're not going to be able to do that because you're disabled, but that doesn't need to make not doable for you so one of those in the past for example Sophia I know you a while ago did a skydive. so in the past you might have gone I'm definitely not going to be able to do that
1: yeah no definitely
4: but you achieved it
1: I did so
4: three wishes it could be absolutely anything three things you wish could happen if there's anyone to kick us off go for it Lewis has come forward to the microphone oh god here we go
2: um I could say something really typical about being in a wheelchair and saying walk, but I'm not going to say that because I know that will never happen. Uh, Probably something like get married. Well, find a girl that likes me first, hopefully. Um, Do wheelchair basketball professionally, if I can,
4: or help prevent terrorist attacks in the UK. Nice. Yeah. Strong three. I want to pick up on your dating. I know we've talked about it in the past before. <clears throat> yeah. With regard to dating,
2: mm-hmm.
4: how easy is it? A lot of it's online now. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, because some people the, the phrase catfishing is mm-hmm. a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. Where people don't reveal their true identity. Of course, yeah. earlier in the podcast series you said, I don't want to approach a girl because I think they're gonna she's gonna worry I'm in a wheelchair, she don't want to be with someone in a wheelchair. If you were though. online dating, mm-hmm. would you disclose that information straight away?
2: Um, well, I'd much rather tell them about it than me rock up outside the house and be like, oh, hi, I'm Lewis. I'm your new partner. And then them just literally look down at me and just close the door on me. I'd much rather
4: be open than closed. Very presumptuous. So you're going to turn up and be the partner straight away. Cool.
2: <laughs> First date, you're,
4: you're, you're my well, girl. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs>
2: you go big or go home. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs>
4: But it is one of those things. I think you've had problems in the past, Sophia, with this whole catfishing um, almost claim against you.
1: I mean, yeah, no, definitely. Especially in a lot of my pictures, I tend to opt not having my wheelchair in it, just a personal preference. Not because I have anything to hide, but because it makes me feel good. And as a repercussion of that, I've received comments that I'm catfishing people I'm hiding my true identity and that I should be reprimanded for that and I don't everyone's entitled to their opinion but I don't necessarily agree with that because I know the intentions by which I do it and that's for my own fulfillment and happiness so it doesn't really affect others but with the online dating thing it's just like I only feel the need to let someone know about my disability if I get on with them. If I don't, I don't see a point because I'm probably never going to see them again and they're not a significant impact in my life. However, I don't feel that it's right to be like, play it off like you haven't got a disability. And like Lewis said, just meet them and then then be kind of blindsided because that is a common misconception about people with disabilities and online dating. And from that you can kind of get the reception of how they feel about it. And like I said before, you've got to determine whether from that reception you continue and pursue talking to them or doing whatever you want with them or you walk away and say, actually, no, from their reception of what I've disclosed to them, they're not for me. And I think that's pretty much how you work it, but... Like I said, I've not had much experience, so we'll see.
3: No, I do agree with Sophia. Like, for me, I, I do the same. Like, you kind of get to know the person, they get to know you, and they get to know you for you. And then if you do trust them and you get the the right vibe, you let them know if they're cool with it, then happy days. If not, then, well, it's not meant to be, is it? I always find that easier for myself. I feel more confident... Letting them get to know me for me and then letting them know, and rather than blindsiding them, turning up. I feel like that's more awkward for them, for me. I prefer it to, like, approaching someone in, in person. I've never had the confidence to go up to someone. But maybe one day.
4: Right, let's move on with another three wishes. Milo, have you got, have you got three for us? I've got one. Go
0: on, let's go for a the, one. I get, like, a successful painting business
4: successful painting business what does that look like for you
0: well like just getting commissions every now and again so like I can do one painting a month that would be quite good
5: can I just butt in here Milo and just say that you have been commissioned by patrons and guests at our balls who've seen your artwork well you've been commissioned maybe three times maybe four times so far so um he's well on the way at 12 years old I
4: was gonna say you've already got a successful (laughs) art business it's amazing talk to us about an auction that happened. Yeah, so recently. I was
0: so there. Summerball. They wanted me to do a painting, and they wanted. They just said, "Do your style. We don't care what it is." And I just thought, bar Now, and then I did, and then I thought time lapses to show the painting steps, and I thought that would look quite good. So I did a few videos of the time lapses of showing what I do when I paint. So I got a few of those. Them, um, they were quite good and it just showed the steps and what i do the technique but that bar now was really successful because i was i was expecting like 100 maybe but it was it just kept going up and up On the auction
4: night
2: what oh. was the total uh, on. 1300
0: so <laughs> 1,
4: <Wow.
3: 300> pounds.
4: <laughs> absolutely amazing i love it you've talked in the past about um, having patience with yourself and other people having patience with you when you're painting that is uh, art is all about having patience so how do you manage that? Just zone out I just zone out that's it I listen to music
0: just zone out and then I just get a flow to it and then I don't stop because I it's funny because that barn was the first ever painting I did with like gaps in between because normally I do a painting all in one go not have a break, go to bed, paint, go to bed. So it was across three days that I did that painting and I normally do it in one. Or I do the background, then the full animal, not them, like, in patches, so I get so I keep my flow. But it was a bit different, but I know that I can do it with breaks in between now.
4: Your first wish, you've sort of done already. You've got a successful mm. art business. Just <laughs> got to keep going on that, I love it. Um, Callum, have you got three for us?
3: Yeah, mine's a bit boring, but I'd like to... Just have a career that I enjoy and that is successful and can enable me to live a good life. But I'd also like to travel to different places. Canada is number one on the list. So hopefully that can, I can get there one day.
4: What does success mean?
3: Um, For me, success is happiness and the ability to be able to do what you want with who you want
4: because it's really interesting in terms of career a successful what is a successful career Um, I always use an analogy of what's the ceiling because you think I want to do something you achieve it and then you think well what's next What's there's never any ceiling you've always got have you got something in mind you think really successful if I achieve that that's what I
3: want successful is if I wake up and have to go to work but I go home and say I enjoyed what I did today too right I do like that
4: Do you think being disabled youngsters, success is viewed differently to outside people? They almost put an expectation on you of what success would look like for you and almost undermine it.
1: Yeah. I think there is a conception of what people think success is when you have a disability. Whether that's health wise, whether that's independent living, whether that's happiness. It can be a variety of different factors and it looks different for everyone. but. I think there is kind of a misconception that success is kind of limited to certain things.
3: I also feel like, uh, I I know definitely um, my grandparents, my dad's right, um, parents always used to think if you got an office job, like in a wheelchair, you were doing good, like, nowadays I've broken that boundary, That they, they, they think I, I do much better now, but... Yeah, I always used to, when I grew up, used to think office job would probably be where I'd end up going, just going to work nine to five behind a computer.
4: So what's the response when you tell grandparents, I'm going? I'm actually going to do this and it's something totally away from an office job?
3: Um, They're definitely proud. They don't have a clue what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, cool. Don't know what that is. But yeah, they definitely are proud of what I'm doing, and they're always curious. Um, I try and explain. They either forget it or don't understand it, but it's hard because they live in Ireland, so they don't really get to see me that often. But
5: I was going to say that we're here today, basically, because you thought of the idea of doing a oh, yeah, Caleb, this so is uh, fantastic, well done you.
3: This is one of my passions, I've uh, always watched podcasts, and I thought it would be a great addition to the Knights Foundation. So
4: here we
3: are. Not at an office. <laughs> Not at an office, no. We're in a disco place. I don't know where we are.
1: <laughs> Big up, Callum.
3: <laughs> well, well,
4: I've heard you two like going clubbing, so we thought yeah. we'd better bring you to somewhere
3: you know, mm-hmm. that suits with your yeah, social well, needs. Should have bought some booze. <laughs> yeah, I should have. There is a party next door, but you guys can't hear that.
4: Independent living, that was interesting. You said that that is a sign of success for someone with a disability. You're about to do that with your trip to university. I am. Um, What's going to be the first meal you make?
1: Well, you see, this one's a bit different because I do actually have a catering plan when I'm at uni. So we paid for a catering plan, which means that I get three meals a day and five drinks. Partly to do with... Just to ensure that I am eating at uni, because I've been known to struggle with that in the past. However, if I was to say, what's the first meal I'd make? it be a microwave meal, because I feel that would encapsulate my capabilities at this moment in time. But who knows? I could push the boat out a bit.
4: Upgrade to a soup on the hob at some point. Oh, Chicken tikka.
1: Maybe. God, pushing the boat out a bit there, Lewis.
4: Yeah, no. Well, it's beans on toast or that. Yeah. Going for it. Canada then, Callum. Yeah. What do you want to see in Canada?
3: Um, I want to see orcas. they were killer whales. I know they live there. So I want to go find them. I know it's got a good forest, bears, mountains. It just looks nice. It's like a more chilled America vibe. Sophia, three wishes. What are you going for?
1: You know what? It might be a bit basic, but I've struggled with some mental health issues due to my disability and due to other factors within my life. I think it's always going to be something that I'm striving for, but I want contentment within myself. And I don't think there's like a limitation to that. All I know is that I haven't achieved it, but I'm well on my way. So mine's not objective. It's not as such, I want to do this. It's more, I want to feel a certain way and once I've reached that, then I know that I'll be happy, because it was interesting watching you talk about what success was about. A lot of people say success is about what money you have, how much you earned, what you have materialistically. Money provides you options, but it doesn't provide you happiness, and the one thing it doesn't provide you is health. If you've got that, then you're good. So that's... Is one thing for me however I do on a bit of a less deep note I do want to go to New York which I'm planning to do for my 21st it's been my dream to go there since well forever so mum and dad are planning to take me on my 21st and also alongside of that I write poetry when I'm down in my feelings and it's a way of channeling how I feel and it helps me kind of self-care for myself and it's been known to a lot of people mum doesn't know this but I do kind of want to pursue that for others even if it's kind of like a side thing not a main job but I do want to pursue that and see where that could go so that's my three wishes but we'll see if that happens
3: I have been able to read this poetry when I went to London with her last week on the train she gave me access to the poems they were very good very, very good.
4: Thank you very much.
3: Secret access.
4: <laughs> what did they make you feel? What, what kind of? What did you learn about Sophia from them?
3: Well, she wrote poems on different um, kind of topics. They were all very, I'd say, modern issues. Yeah. Uh, um, the one that stuck with me the most. She wrote, I believe. It was about relationships, but with disabilities.
1: Yeah, so I wrote a poem called Relationships with Conditions.
3: And that was very powerful.
1: And, yeah, I feel like it could be quite poignant for this, but I'm not sure.
3: Maybe, would you want to read it? Maybe we could read it and we could hear it. Yeah, would you want it? Would
1: you want that? Yeah. Okay, I'll try it. Let me go and find it. Give me two seconds.
4: You're listening to the Knights Foundation podcast. The Knights Foundation provides support and equipment to disabled, deprived, and seriously ill children and their families. Find out more at theknightsfoundation.org.
1: So I've got two of them that I'd like to share that I think are quite poignant. The first one's called "Relationships with Conditions." You enable parts of me that I disabled out of choice, so when instability calls. That's why the all answers is your voice. I lost a part of me that wasn't yours to take, so forgive me if it's not as simple to up and walk away. So this second one is called Blueprints, and it says, Forgive me, for if I had not shown you the ways to my fragility, you may not have traced the ways to objectify me.
3: Very powerful. <gasps> I'm going to
4: cry. <laughs> oh generation. God. So what do you feel when you're writing poetry?
1: You know what, a lot of people ask me that, and it's not like an active thing that I do. It's just something that when I'm down, music is my passion. I live, breathe, sleep, everything music. Always have been, love singing. And for me, when I'm down, I just get in my thoughts. And that's not great sometimes. I've had my battles with it about getting in my thoughts, but I write stuff down. And it's not like I actively focus on writing stuff down, Over, Like, I could be on a train or, like, a bus or something, and I'll think of something, and it'll come to me, and I'll jot it down in my notes. Notes is the best app ever, because you can literally write whatever you want in there, and it'll be stored in there forever. But, yeah, so these are my own little pieces, like, what I'm going through. But, in a way, it's great, because it turns a negative experience into something that's positive and helps me
4: process. Lewis, um- You've said before about how your disability can make you feel really down. Actually, it was one of the first things you said in this podcast series. Starting a depressing (laughs) night. Well, they're saying things can only get better. Yeah. Um, Like Sophia says, you'll jot stuff down. Is it? Have you got an outlet?
2: I do, and it's not like something that I do by myself. So I have these, like probably the best support worker in, in the world. She is just amazing big up Charlotte um but uh yeah she she knows when something's up if I haven't had a good day I will just not speak I won't be myself and she'll know that I'm not myself without me even telling her and she'll be like right Lewis spit it out come on and I'll spit it out she, she might not give me a thing to do to avoid it but she'll It's just the fact that she listens to me. Yeah, that's really all I can ask for, is just someone to listen. I don't care if you don't say anything, just listen. So yeah, that's really good. And obviously basketball is quite a... Basketball is like my therapy. So instead of going to the hospital and talking to a psychologist, I can just shoot about, get some three-pointers if I want to, which is very
4: unlikely, but you never know. (laughs) Milo, you've spoken about how you sometimes can just switch off, it might be art when you go to your trips to the new forest as well what would you say are the things that really relax you the most is there certain music there's like there's not
0: specific things it's just like if it my surroundings are calming like if sometimes i listen to music to go to sleep but it depends on my surroundings so i won't listen to music if it's calming the surroundings but if it's like really loud then i'll listen to music and calm myself but I've got to the point where I can't really control myself because I get overwhelmed. And then I get too loud. I just don't know when to switch off. And then music will just calm me down.
5: I think you've got um, another thing as well. What about your cat, Mr Lord Raisin? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, he just, he's quite, he's not really a cat. He's a dog, basically, because he, he plays with the dogs. So what is he? He's a sphinx cat with no hair. So cat with no hair. He's got loads of wrinkles but he, he just lies on you and he just, he's calming he just calms everyone down
5: so you got him after surgery didn't you yeah
4: that was the cranial the big one and Callum how about you what are your mechanisms for relaxing calming um, down offloading the mindset
3: I think photography for me um, go out take pictures go home edit them it's always been a thing I've loved to do yeah it's like my creative outlet I guess you could say
1: I can vouch his photography is very good
3: thank you yeah I normally like to take pictures of um animals plants a lot of nature I've done a few bits for cars but yeah need to get some snaps
4: of those orca whales in Canada
3: yeah exactly I've been practicing
4: guys thank you so much for today it's been absolutely uh, brilliant hearing your three wishes on our latest podcast episode Thank you for listening, as always, to the Knights Foundation podcast. And we will see you very soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Chat to you soon.